he works for National Geographic to find fossils. I mean, obviously the people who work for him. Wow, I are couldn't be more wrong. I just. Well, I, I mean, I can see why you. I can see why you're mistaken because he dresses Indiana Jones Richard. for the interview. He dresses Indiana Jones, dude. I mean, it's his I own just thought fault. He was, I just he's coming across he was, as a douche. You know, I just I, thought I that he was jerking that. off all day. I just that's no. just my first thought. I, no, dude, his no. job is just to do that. I watched a whole one-hour video of him describing how they find the bones, what they are. He's a, like a science nerd, like he's a scientist, dude. I mean, obviously, he's not poor because he's the boss of those people. And they probably get paid like minimum wage to go in his tunnels and dig shit up. But like the guy is not a rich, rich guy. He he's like a scientist. Like he, he that's his job. He, he looks all this shit up. He's he's a researcher. He has the rubber gloves on. He's telling you all about the bones. He's so excited about. It. He's like a real nerd, like science dude. He's not like the bone the boner guy or like you know these billionaires who are like I'm gonna be an explorer now. I'm gonna pay these ten guys to go dig for me. Like this guy's job is that. We only know about him because he finally found something worth mentioning and now he's gonna jack off all over Netflix and get excited about it, which I guess is his prerogative <laughs> after thirty years of looking for something and gaining too much weight to get which he did mention in the interview, he can't crawl through the tunnels, he had to lose weight to crawl through the tunnels, which I thought that was funny. But no, he's not a he's not a rich guy. He's he's a you know, he's a resident fucking explorer or some gay name like that that they picked for him that makes him feel like he's indiana jones that's why he's dressed like indiana jones for the interview but he's just a fucking scientist he's not rich he has he's written like 20 books um he's uh he tries to find from south africa hominids yeah his wife's a radiologist um he's won some awards yeah no he's a he's a a science guy scientist dude this is a real science guy my mistake dude he really no no, i I get i get why you thought that because he presents himself as that for sure yeah he really just rubbed me in the way that um you know father antonio does you know and um (laughs) and uh, dude dude do not mark our words right now when we record this podcast and the next three months he's gonna be even more like that because he's going to be like feeling like he's famous now and he found the thing. He's going to start dressing like Indiana Jones and carrying whip around and saying like discoveries of people. He's going to get real douchey, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, as of right now, you can't call him a rich guy uh, uh, douche because he actually did put the work in. So I gotta Wait get a minute, though. It does say he's a distinguished Eagle Scout um, and received the Boy Scouts. Well, how do you think he was so American good at in the woods? Honor Medal for saving a life in 1987. So just saying, he's a douchebag. <laughs> Wait a minute! What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just kidding, he, dude. Boy Scouts I, I are the backbone the of the United States of America. Okay, they are the backbone. There, if they weren't here, we yeah. would all be nothing. If they okay? weren't there, how would kids learn? It's okay for adult men to abuse you, <laughs> and then join the army. <laughs> I get. Yeah. It. I agree with you. Exactly, yeah. and he skipped. Boy Scouts is a good even... training to say it's okay for adult men to boss you around and touch you however they want, and then you get in the yeah. army and they do the same thing. Yeah, how Follow else are you going to shower at camp if you don't bring an adult with you in the shower? Exactly, and how else you are you going to learn what how to, to tie knots? Yeah, you don't know what to do, dude. It's there's there's no other way, and and um, and then how they, else they, they are teach you going to have Boy Scouts how to tie knots so that after you get PTSD and and uh, the military, you can tie a noose and kill yourself. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. you guys are going to want to know this later in life when you realize the horrors <laughs> yeah. of war. In about 15 years when it's shit's going to yeah. start piling up a little bit. I know you don't care this now, knot, but... This knot is funny now, but... Later, yeah. There's not a whole lot of knots in the Navy anymore, but believe me, you're going to need this one later. Yeah. The VA yeah, is not going to come calling for you. This one knot, you'll never forget. Trust me. It's real easy to do. Um, yeah. Dude, when I was It'll in the It'll be the last knot you ever tie, literally. Ba-ba-ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
guys welcome back to uh our favorite podcast <laughs> it's the dylan joe basin podcast today it's uh it's me dylan internally though known throughout the podcast my name is igor zagevich and um mm-hmm. i'm joined today by joe 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 <laughs> where are you <laughs> i i'm known this week as father antonio <laughs> you're also known as the uh the resident bad boy of the podcast, as established in episode 80, which I, I was really liking yeah. that. I didn't cut the clips out, but you're the bad boy, man. You really are. Thanks, We're dude. Back Thanks, again dude. So week. was Igor Zagevich, and, and Father Antonio also was the bad boy at church. They I were, mean, yeah, those both of them were the bad boys of their respective groups. Is that yeah, sure. Father Antonio, uh, man, what a guy. That guy. He can't still be with this. us, can he? He must be uh, with God at <laughs> the seat of the right hand of the Father now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. He, uh, he he really liked wine, and I get it. Yeah. I mean, totally understand that. Loved wine. He's also the only person I've ever met in my entire life who can reliably read mm-hmm. upside down. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah, because you had to hold the book uh, when you, you did the, the lectern or whatever when he has to read. Yeah. And um, you were uh, always the best altar server ever, so I'm sure you nailed it. <laughs> Tell yeah. a story for the folks, the... though. I... So, uh, not sure uh, if we've ever... We're both really... altar servers we... at the church. I know, but how have we gone almost 100 episodes, and I, we've never really formally mentioned that me and Joe were altar boys? I, I mean, we must have at least mentioned it in passing. I can't imagine we didn't, but I don't think Dude, I don't think it. we did. I don't think we heard this. Um, no. How many times were you molested? Oh, only the five. I think if it's less oh, than oh. a baker's dozen, they don't really count it on the books. Doesn't count. It's kind of like yeah. if you get it's like a point system. What for? Like when you're when you get like pulled over for your car. If you just get mm-hmm. like, I mean, if one of them is just to grab my nuts, that doesn't really count as molestation. That's just no. roughhousing. No, or or if they dip their finger in the wine, let you drink from their thumb. That's also doesn't count. Um, I don't think that counts. That's, not, that's zero points for that. That's just no, having just, a good that's time. just nice. Yeah, it's just a nice. And gesture. also, I, I should say that's yeah. the blood of Christ. You know, that's not mm-hmm. wine. All right, so that's that's a sacrament. It's a whole no, sacrament. I was talking back at the. The, the little room where you get changed, um, and it's not the blood of Christ. Yet. It's still just a bottle. Yeah, for that. Yeah, it's still just a bottle of. Uh, that was called the corral when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, back then it was still just a. All bottle the young of stallions come wandering in, and then the, the fillies come in, and then they get all uh, excited, you know. Yeah, yeah, they do. But uh, let, me, let me look at your teeth, they, but, and let me see the size of those thighs to see if you're worth or worthy horse. If you're a good racing horse, maybe you're a working horse. <laughs> How good of an altar boy are you? No, but before, I don't know if anyone knows this, but before that it be officially becomes the blood of Christ, um, it's a it's a bottle of, of Barefoot or Yellowtail Merlot or it's Cabernet. It's straight up. You know, you know what it is? It's that fucking uh, Italian, that jug. It's like that, uh, what is the name of that company? You know what I'm talking about, though. Like, I know the big, jug. Like, yeah, yeah. Glass yeah. jug. You put on, like, people store it like, on their floor. Oh, they don't fuck, put it in dude, the, in the, the shelf. What the fuck like, is that? Carlo Rossi. Uh, Carlo Rossi. Carlo Rossi. Yep. Yeah. They have, the that's what it red. is. It's an industrial size <laughs> Carlo Rossi, and then it becomes the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so before you're drinking the blood of Christ, you're drinking red Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it tastes like blood. Or that's why Rosso, you can taste that, that iron, that iron kind of taste to yeah. it, like the blood of Christ yeah. would have. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's Carlo actually Rossi. Carlo from, uh, from Milan is, uh, you mm-hmm. know, bloodletting himself just a little bit in the bottle of wine. That's <laughs> Only for church. 
You can imagine those like <sighs> batch vineyards where they're like, we have these specific grapes, and this is this batch. This is what month it came out. And they have like these, you know, little like, uh, you know, little distillation and the whole process, and it's all very beautiful and condensed and all that. But you got to picture Colorado as like literally industrial size, like the size of a school bus, like vats, and they just dump everything in and go, all right, just crush it all up. We're selling it for three dollars for two gallons. We can't be too, you know, if some things get in there, some debris, some rats, whatever. That's all part of the program. It's it'll all wash yeah, out. and and we're either our our clientele for this wine are two people only. Two types of people. Old Italian people, people and who, old Portuguese people. <laughs> exactly. But 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 depending on who they are, they either just wet their lips, which is disgusting, with the same glass that everyone's drinking, or yeah. they drink a lot of it, which means both of them don't care about the taste. So exactly. or the quality. The taste is not important. <laughs> not important it's a bulk to buy. either people. Yeah. Bulk buy. If yep, you're gonna yep. serve one hundred people at a barbecue, are you gonna buy hot dogs or steaks? I think we know the answer. And uh, Well exactly. And then if you have if you have The hot dogs uh, of Christ. The hot dogs. If you have two thousand. If you have <laughs> hot dogs, Jesus Christ. We named this episode that. The <laughs> if you have two thousand years of people telling you that this isn't just good wine, this is the actual blood, blood of, of your deity. You're drinking of the your blood deity. Of God. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Like it could be just no. vinegar with red food coloring, and they'd be like, "Yeah, this is totally which this it, is the blood of Christ." It's fine. Which you just described, Carlo Rossi. But yeah, it, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> It is the blood of Jesus Christ. So it's taste. Yeah. Uh, it's not about the taste. It's about the imbuing with uh, God's blood. Which I, yeah. I mean, I always thought from other mythologies, if you drink the blood of a god, you you gain some of their power and their might. I don't know if we're maybe they're diluting it too much. Mm-hmm. If there's too many followers, but I think like if you drink the blood of Christ, you should get Christ powers for like I don't know, like an hour until it until your liver processes it out or whatever. Yeah. Like maybe like you that. walk on water for like four or five steps, just enough to make a career as an illusionist. I don't know. I think people haven't really tested this out. Yeah, Does well, anyone ever drink the blood of Christ and then try to do some of the stuff he did? Like, I think it'd be worth trying out. Yeah, I think that, I mean, to be honest, I mean, they're probably just kind to each other and they think this is coming from that. But um, I guess. But I would like did to you, chug, it, uh, butt chug a, a blood of Christ and try to turn fishes and loaves into a multiplication table problem. Just give me a, a, a nice. Uh, Alaskan bullworm, and I'll just chug the blood of Christ and see if I can't double that thing. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a the that's the ultimate, the ultimate the uh, ultimate hot dogs of Christ competition level is the Alaskan bullworm. Yeah. If you, you don't know, want to know how up. the sausage is made, the sausage of Christ. Is made. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, hot dogs the are the Carlo about... Rossi of barbecue meats, though, right? We can at least agree on that. That no is question. the Carlo Rossi of barbecue. It's like it tastes good, good enough. It's good. Well, you know, you put some stuff on it. You're not really worrying about it. It's really not a filet mignon. It's more of a uh, hot dog of Christ at that point. But at least it's not out of. So we we've talked about this before because the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jesus drank from a. Wooden... And we'll get to the episode, but this is this is more important right now. We've uh, yeah yeah we, we'll get there. You guys are gonna we'll like this we'll one. Um, <clears throat> but you know you wine want. wine tastes just fine from an oak chalice. Know what it doesn't taste good in is what I drank from last episode I was on was like stainless steel or probably more likely oh. is not stainless is either silver, gold, or brass or copper. It does Damn, it adds makes it, it adds look more nice. blood. Yeah, it looks nice, but it doesn't but... taste good. So there's just a lot going on there that's just not not. not yeah, that's not the ideal wine. Sense. No, 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 no. They don't no. serve I mean, you wine g- if you go to a vineyard. They don't serve you wine in uh, metal uh, cups or chalices, whatever. Like. 
No. I get no, at the time, in the you know, ancient times and stuff like that, you don't want to have glasses because not only is it difficult to produce at the time, it's much easier now um, because of our new methods and our crucibles. Uh, it's also not – the staying power is not there. You can't just go to the dollar store and buy three glasses of wine for $3, which you can now. And I have bought a wine glass from the dollar store, and it does work. Um, until you look at it the wrong way and it shatters into a million pieces. But if you're a king or some kind of you know noble, you want to get a, a metal cup because you're like, this will stay in my family for years, and uh, and then I can act like you know I'm king shit, which I think is yeah. And their sanitation and, and cleaning process wasn't great, so no. Um, so I'm sure they're metals... porous as hell too. Those metals are just all good, catching all kinds of bacteria. And all yeah, because they're either cast at most; they're not polished. Like who knows? Yeah. But but if I was anyone, I'd be drinking from wood. But wood holds more bacteria because well, it's porous. So there's some the issues here. That that is yeah. the uh, what do you call it? The uh, not the divine chalice. The fucking the goblet of Christ. Yeah. The goblet no, of Christ. What's it called yeah. though? No, no, the famous the, one. The famous no, one. I know that was uh, the chalice of. No, no, no! It's Indiana Jones, and then he no, I know, but what, what was it? And then um, they find the wooden one, and it's the Holy something. Well, How can you not think of this? Right the Holy now? Grail. Yes, it is the Holy Grail. Thank you, Dylan. Yes, uh, the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Ark and, of the Covenant, uh, but we know that's a box. That's a different um, Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones is very mm-hmm. Christian, actually. When it comes down super to super good, two though. of the movies super are just good. about getting items from Jesus and God. Yeah. Did you Anyways. ever? Uh, did you ever actually drink the wine at church? Because I never, I never, I don't think I ever did. Maybe once, but never. You might have done it at first communion because I think at first communion um, they have you do both just to be like, hey, come on, mm-hmm. test it out. I uh, know, but I did do it probably a handful of times, maybe maybe five or six times ever. But I still had the idea when I was a kid where I'm like, I'm not supposed to drink this because in my head, even though I was like, it is the blood of Christ, the transubstantiation thing never really hit with me, even though I believed in everything, and I was like. But it is still wine, though, because it tastes like wine. If you drink the whole thing, yeah. you get drunk. So yeah. I, I like—I never wanted to do it because I thought I was going to get in trouble or I was like breaking the rules. And they let you do it. They let kids do it. But you know, I always felt like I was kind of like going against the rules. And breaking the rules wasn't really my thing when I was a kid, and especially not in church because I feel like that's double breaking the rules. So yeah, I only did it a couple well, times when I thought I'd get away with it, but mostly I never tried it. Unspoken. It I mean, like wine. you had some fucking balls, dude. It was it was embarrassing to if you're getting communion to then make the move to go Maybe, get the yeah. wine because you believe that much. Salad. You're like, I think yeah, I'll to have get a, this... a dessert too. I'll yeah, but it, it like it took like uh, it's like it's like those people who are like calling the doctor like and they're like, hi, yes, my name's Dylan Reed, and like it's nerve wracking. It's the same type of nerve wracking when you go from yeah, they can the, tell the you don't believe in yourself. To the to the wine, it's like you got a little, you got some balls. This is like a real ball move, um, and then then you have to people. You, you know that all the girls that you like are watching you too. So oh yeah, you have they're to, all you have to do you it. You have to do it. Kind of khaki cool. plated booty. Yeah, you got to kind of do it cool um, to make sure you don't look like an idiot. There's a lot going yeah. on there that no one's talking about. When you go over to get the wine, it's <laughs> like a. It's a move, and it's they, like they knew I was trying to act cool when I took it. I did, I did the up down up, and then I downed it. <laughs> Well, and well, I mean, uh, all jokes aside, and and then you're also like running through your head. All jokes aside, there's there's what like 400 people in this church, and most of them are really old, and and they smell old. And we talked, we'll talk about Dick later, guys. Don't don't worry, this is not. Don't you worry, spoiler up in a future episode. But dude, dude, when Dick from St. Michael's was Mm -hmm. drinking from that thing, and then you go after him, that thing. Dude, oh, yeah, you know that dick. 
you know that all is, they do is, is wipe it with a decorative cloth not even like an yeah. actual towel like a, just a decorative like which means it's not shit. porous like it doesn't absor- exactly it doesn't oh yeah it's anything. like it's like vinyl they just it just kind of yes. wipes it around like a squeegee yeah. and then you know on to the next yeah. one but dude yeah, right no, now disgusting. i mean now is a different time if dick wanted to share a beer with me I, i'd probably let him have a sip because i'm you know you're at a brewery and it's fine but like yeah, yeah. But, and we're but you I, know we went you know what i mean but like you're there in the wine glass like if someone has lipstick on like you're getting oh, yeah. it. The lip- and you're there's getting like a ton of lipstick on there. All the old ladies coming out, you know, for the Lord, wearing their mm-hmm. best shade of rouge, just really. Right yeah, and you're get, you're getting that going on. Like, what's up yeah. with that, dude? I don't know. But I would man. say that's the way to do it, though. I think that you, that that's what Jesus intended. He said, "If you drink my blood and eat my body, you know, you'll have a life everlasting. You partake in the yeah, kingdom." He said it when there was fucking eleven of them. Well, yeah, but I mean, who's eating a whole <laughs> loaf of bread and not drinking any wine? Your mouth's going to be dry as shit. It's like doing the saltine yeah. challenge. Well, like, dude, remember we did wine too, dude, right? Remember a bunch right. of years ago? You're right. Remember a bunch of years ago we did um, uh, the game where we poured a mixing bowl and filled it with beer and passed it around and sang a song? Yeah, um, uh, Macho Man. Macho Man, yeah, but there was like 10 of us, dude. It was fine. It wasn't mm-hmm. that Well, gross. we were protected by the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> So that's why yeah. we didn't get sick. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We were doing a ritual. And when we did get uh, sick, it was because our immune system was compromised and not because we just took in the pathogens from eight other people we know and have been, who knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what they're doing, dude? That morning, it didn't get happened, dude. Morning. Morning, noon, or night. And uh, and on that note, I think we should get into the podcast. Just in case yeah, we let's... haven't alienated all of my aunts who like the podcast, we started off with shit. It's all right, guys. Yeah, yeah. And well, we're and joking just back... around. I'm but sure we're joking it's all around, and, and neither of us were molested. It's fine. Like, yeah, I wasn't. we weren't molested. I, I was joking like, about that. I wasn't molested. Yeah, not the, everyone was the molested. Most, they didn't have enough time. The, the most molested <laughs> I got at church was when our principal had a bunch of boys remove a dead bird from the front of her Volkswagen bug. Yeah, and she was a woman and, we, and not part and of the we, clergy. And we watched it. I was like, whoa, uh, Mrs. I'll never forget that. She What's had a black VW Beetle, Mrs. Warner. And she had Mrs. a Mrs. Warner, and she hit a bird on the way to work, and it was lodged in her grill around the Volkswagen sign. And she made mm-hmm. some students who were old enough because we weren't old enough to do it. I would have. Um, yeah. That's the most. I wouldn't have. That's the most traumatic. I mean, I, a lot of things were traumatic at that time at that school, but that was uh, that was fucked. But also, kids uh, just moment. absolutely eating shit in the fucking parking lot was always funny. <laughs> Some kid he didn't like uh, in his khakis is uh, playing football so, on pavement. We were playing tackle scra- football on pavement is in rust, like, like and jagged like cracks. Yeah, it wasn't smooth like. New pavement. It was like just no. It was like twenty year old shit. shit. And that it was, like was a bike everything. rack that was a thousand years old. It is yeah, so funny was... to think like it seems so normalized. <laughs> like that's just that's just the playground or whatever. Some and to see other schools be like there's grass, there's bark mulch, there's like stuff. Slides. You have like ground up tires and shit. Yeah, anything and besides was... <laughs> literally twenty year old asphalt that's been cracked to shit, which which doubled as the pickup line. Yeah. So what did we do? Because that single file. There's one driveway they'd bring in mm-hmm. like 90 cars to pick out all the kids up, and they have to do another round, another round. You'd be standing out there for like half an hour to get picked up. Yeah, and then the parking lot. the only kid in the school who had two dads, which at the time was you know now that's completely normal and f- cool and fine. No one gives a fuck. It's all good. He, I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, you do, dude. Uh, what do we call him? He was like five or six years younger than us. He had two dads 
Um, I don't remember this at all. I feel like I would have remembered this. I forget who it was. Two dads. His, his, Controversial his dads, to go to a Catholic school with two dads. Every now like and then, his, I know. Every thinking? now and then, his dads would pick him up with a Ferrari five, a Ferrari Marinello. So we're nice. like, jokes on us, dude. Like my mom, yeah, we're all here in our fucking Windstars in our care. Yeah, because because that's what happens when both your parents work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then then that's my my joke. girlfriend from pre-k to second grade till her house burned down she got picked yeah. up uh by her dad Courtney. who was divorced um in a uh a buick gnx i always thought that was cool basically <laughs> if you have a woman in your life you can't have a nice car that's just that's just the way it it's is. it's just that's just the way it is i go unless Zygovic they have gets their, it you know. um so yeah, yeah that was either. that was that was funny but before we wrap this up i just want to say since you know we didn't get hurt enough at recess, just standing <laughs> just standing on the pavement you know, doing kickball, throwing a ball around, wall ball, whatever it was. Um, yeah. Me, me and Joe and uh, and the cool kids. Um, not saying we were the cool kids, but we definitely were. I mean, there's no question about that because there was one not cool kid in our entire class of eight boys. Yeah, It wasn't a really contentious but Maybe 12, maybe 15 boys. Uh, there was usually it wasn't like that one out of 15. Cool eight boys. Just don't yeah, exactly. be a little annoying piece of shit. And he just couldn't even handle that much. Yeah, couldn't even handle that. Yep. Um, but we um, we would go behind the basketball hoop that was like in the A pillar of the the Yeah, the it was like 20 feet watcher. in front of the, uh, the dead Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Robin. So we were in like a blind spot for the people watching us. And we would uh, hold each other in the shoulder and punch each other in the stomach as hard as we could and see That's who wasn't game. a pussy. We that definitely was a good talked game. about that before. We definitely talked about we, that before. Oh, we have. But that was a good game, dude. I, I, uh, That's a good game. I, I thought that was a great game. I but I'll be remiss about one last thing about the parking lot playground is that there's a story. I wasn't there for this, but he was in Jack Radigan's class. And his name was Robbie something. It's not Raymond. He didn't go to Hudson Catholic. And he was like one of the, he was one of those like uh, old baby people where like, obviously when you're like a kid, a 13-year-old is like an adult. But even at the time, I thought he looked like a giant baby. Like, he had, like, a baby face, but he was, like, a big... He was big boy, and he was kind of chubby, too. And he was probably almost as tall as Jack Radigan, which is probably, like, I don't know, over six feet. Or probably just six feet tall. So the story goes that they went for, a, a like, a football pass, and it was over. So the edges of this parking lot are the brick building, two exits, a stone wall with principals parked with dead birds, and then uh, there was a... Uh, metal chain link fence. Now that I'm not sure was the school property or not, but it was on the yards of individuals who owned homes there. So I don't yes. know who built it first, but that was the dividing line between the school property and the residential area. And it was a like old chain link fence. And as the story goes, the kid reached up for the, for the pass to catch the ball. The ball was going over the fence. He was trying to grab it before it went in there. Uh, because I, I know that the teachers definitely, uh, you know, shoot, Chew you away from jumping in people's yards to grab balls. Like that's the last thing they need. All these kids screaming out in their yard. That must have drive the property value down by fifty grand at least. Anyways, he reaches for the ball. He catches it, and as his arm comes down, it comes down on the top of the chain link fence and slices the bottom his tricep open from like you know soup to nuts. And as Miss Milner mentioned that she goes, you could see his fat cells. That's how deep it cut into his flesh. <laughs> I was like, God. Jesus Christ, dude. Jesus he must have H. had like 80 Father stitches. Antonio. He came down Christ. with his full body weight on the top of that rusty <laughs> chain link fence and just, yip, unzipped him. And uh, that must have been quite a scene. Uh, as far as I know, he, he kept his arm. But like, if you if you cut that deep from a from a fence, not even a knife, he must have come down with some force. And I, I'll never forget that. You see his fat cells. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. So that was not a very safe playground uh, by any means. I would say. Yeah. No. 
No. Now they at least laminate the chain link so it's kind of like plastic over it. It's like, well, the, like it's that just, like black rubbery kind of yeah, top Yeah, they them. put something you over it. They don't have the exposed yeah, who, pieces of sharp jagged metal at the top of it and it twists around, you know. Dude, all the railings were like metal pipe, like quarter, like, like oh, yeah. half inch, inch metal they're pipe. Like, they're supposed to be and like, if you're running like for a football, plumbing. you take it in the gut, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like who thought of this? Because the thing is, is it's all is money you, saving. You've, it's you've all got, money saving. Well, you've got, you've got boys, boys specifically. Like Young, one lithe, st- sexy a boys. Stand, a stand-up comedian recently said, I was talking about some gender things, and, and it is it's what it is, but she was like, when's the last time you've ever seen an, a nine-year-old girl piss out a campfire? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's so accurate, that's true. Dude. And that's I can't true. name one guy I'm friends with who hasn't. So I can't think, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't name one guy who hasn't, and I can't name one girl who has, so, I mean, equality yes, still has so, a way to go. So you get boys in, from the ages of first grade to eighth grade, they immediately mm-hmm. see, okay, this is a six or seven story building, there's a fence here, there's a basketball hoop, there's a another fence there, let's see who can throw it over the fence, let's see who can throw a ball on the top of the building, let's see who can uh, dunk the basketball hoop and smash the backboard. Those are the of goals. Course. You want to recess? the limit. That's the goals. You go... I'm gonna smash the backboard. I'm gonna. I cannot gonna imagine how many over balls the fence. when they went on top of that roof at the end of the year. They must have been like fucking twenty <laughs> balls at so least per balls. year. Yeah, because you were fucking cool if you were able to like, throw it or kick it up there. It means you're awesome. Yeah. You were cool for like, that second, but everyone's like, ah, oh, because we don't have a backup oh, shit, ball. Like, that oh, ball's gone now. Recess up, is yeah. over. We're yeah, playing freeze tag now. <laughs> yeah, which is Ooh, freeze tag, dude. Yeah. So I think freeze tag is pretty good. So yeah, go on. Yeah. No, no, I, I can't go into freeze tag. We, we haven't even yeah, introduced yeah. the podcast yet. We, we yeah. did 20 minutes on Father Antonio, which I would not take away. We're keeping that in, obviously. But uh, Dude, don't take any of this away. This is all gold. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. It's I'm not taking it away. Now we, we should probably introduce what the podcast is about since people listen to real Yeah, so guys, yeah. Uh, so it's Igor and Father Antonio here. And today we're talking about something you need to lose weight for, apparently. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> And that is and that is of- being an altar boy. They had scales <laughs> in the stable. Yeah. Besides being an altar boy, um, if I can't you lift to- you up like a bowling ball, you're out. You're got to be a yeah. deacon or you're, you're got to quit the job. Yeah. It's if like going to Babe Ruth dude. League. At some point, you age out. You gotta, you gotta, you know. You know what the they game. say, dude? If you can't lift them, drop them. Sorry, <laughs> can't lift them. Dump Those who them. can't do teach. <laughs> yeah, if you can't lift them, dumping. That's how it goes. Um, no, but uh, no. You know this, they say, the cave... "Grip it and rip it." <laughs> <laughs> the cave of bones is what we're talking about. Specifically, unknown Back on the until now, until the guy who can't fit in a cave dis- discovered. <laughs> oh no! Don't worry. Of... His name is Lee Berger, which is a fantastic name. Oh, Lee Berger. Right. It's almost Lee as good Berger. as Dick, dude. Lee Berger mm-hmm. um, has discovered unknown. Ghost human species that no one has known about. I wouldn't describe it that way. I wouldn't say I like they're ghosts, group. but they're ghosts. They're ghosts because they're not on record. Yes, yes, they are. They are uh, unknown. Uh, not because a bunch of fucking dead ghosts. It's. I thought you were saying that they were like spirits. No, 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 like ghosts from history. Ghosts from history. Yeah, like when someone doesn't text you back. That kind of ghosting. That kind of ghost. Yeah, from new. history, not on the record. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, in a nutshell, basically, they uh, we talked about something like this in the past. We talked about things like Bigfoot or um, megafauna. We talked about different hominids, which are the name for human-like species that have existed on planet Earth. And now that we <laughs> Fa- exist, like Father Antonio, like Father Antonio, 
How many are closed? Um, you know, now that we exist, we kind of took over the, the, the niche that is yeah, the dominant intelligent species in the world. But there was a long time period when we coexisted with Neanderthals, which are another hominid species. They're human-like species us, like dude. us. dude. Dude, I have Neanderthal DNA according to my 23andMe. Like, we were Exactly. A lot of people it's still not have like Neanderthal DNA. We coexisted with Neanderthals. We were all, it's all like, it's like having a bunch of different breeds of cats. You know, like. Yes, that's what it is. Some have bigger it's ears. It's not some quite like it. It's more like a wolf and a coyote having a baby together, which is There possible. you go. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, because they are possible. different species. It is. Let's not forget that aspect. They're different species. They're very similar. And if species are similar enough, they can interbreed like how they can make a liger. Pretty amazing. They're different species of animals, but they're close enough genetically that they can produce offspring sometimes. Uh, not, not 100% of the time. But that always blows my mind that that ever happened ever because you just think you know god dropped you on earth humans were special everything else is an animal humans are an animal that's it no not only are we not just animals like everybody else which we are we existed among other species that were so much like us we could a coyote fuck them and make a fucking kid out of it i mean that was happening in our dna record that's why we have it still in us so not well, only was that true uh, gingers too i mean the people with red yeah hair i don't know how they beards. got there we that's they fucked a red fox or something how, yeah probably Figure something out red panda uh, or or or, or a giant, or a giant, or a giant. So we know like, that the uh, giants who were clearly in the Midwest, like the Upper Midwest, like Detroit and shit. Yeah, um, they yeah were, Detroit, that's where the yeah, red-haired all the giants Nephilim were. Nephilim and shit, all the red-haired giants. Yeah, Nephilim, dude. Yeah. yeah, shout out to episode um, one. So yeah, not only does that did that exist at the same time, there's been many many uh, human-like species that have existed that led up to our existence, and they had their own ways of living, and they weren't just like. I mean, even looking at chimpanzee troops now, we're like, holy shit, there's so much like us. They have a family group. They have communication. They have teamwork. They have, uh, you know, successes, failures, sorrow, happiness. That is, they're not even close to what these species we're going to talk about today were like. There's, the species we're talking about today are so much highly intelligent, very human-like, and obviously over the course of millions of years. But what we're talking about today is a discovery that's very recent in South Africa where they discovered a, an as-of-yet unidentified species. It might turn out as a species that we know about, but here's the difference. There is evidence of them having burial ceremonies. There's markings on the walls. There's a, a, a ritual burial site deep in these caves. That means that not only does a species that's not human, not Neanderthal, have the capacity to not only have tools, but to use them to have some kind of experience outside themselves, the understanding of death or maybe the afterlife. But it happened approximately million years before we did it. So humans didn't even, you know, I, I don't think it was a million years. It was like 500,000 years. But it, humans didn't even have any burial practices, anything yet. We existed in our, you know, primal form, our earliest form. And this species, meanwhile, was doing this shit before we even did it. So that means there was a species that, that, that perhaps <clears throat> buried their dead, definitely made art, before humans ever deemed that a possibility. And I think that's fucking fascinating. We're going to talk about It's fucking fascinating. And before Lenny or whatever his fucking name was. Um, Lee Berger. Okay, I was close. Uh, Lee Berger, not Lenny Berger. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they, they, they were kind, That's the important part. It's funny. Yeah, Berger. So they were kind of onto this um, because, uh, you know, less than 10 years ago, they analyzed DNA from the same area of other bones and shit. And um, yeah. found that two to twenty percent of the genetic ancestry of the people that we know about came from an unaccounted source. And this is by yeah. doing some sort of DNA stuff with the bones. 
Yeah. Um, so they're wondering, who was this? Who was it? What species is it? I think that um, they d- he did mention on in the TV interview that we saw about this that there's a Netflix documentary coming out about it. I imagine we'll have more information there about what possible species it was or whatever. But what we do know is that it was not human. So at the very least, things that are not human were well, making it's human. Art. It just wasn't Homo sapien. Well, Homo sapien is a human. Anything else other than human is not Homo sapien. Dude, what's a human? A human is a Homo sapien. That's it. What's That's a the species. Homo sapien? Homo sapien is the species that we also colloquially call we call it human. But there's other things like Neanderthals. Homo erectus. Sapiens is the big thing. All the Homo erectus. Yeah, they're all homos. Shit. They're just not they're all, all humans. Where are the only humans? In, instead of they're, they're all, all homos. Sa- they're all sapiens. No, no. Sapien is only us. They're then all homos. Hom- then they're all homo. homo. That's what they're called. Hominids. They're all called Homo. So we have Homo neanderthalus, Homo erectus, Homo sapien. Homo habilis, homo, homo, homo. It's all homos all the way down. But sapien means the same as us. So homo sapien is homo just human. means the That's same. Ho- no, no, sapien means the same. Homo means the same. Doesn't it? Homo means same sex, yeah, hetero versus homo. So what's homo, homo sapien mean? What's, what's sapien mean? Sapien is all of the... This, uh, we're sapiens. We're homo sapiens because... We're the, we're the same. same. Like homosexuals versus heterosexuals means that you bang the same. Yeah, no, gender. you're you're totally right about that. Yeah, but they're all called homo, which means the same. You're <laughs> I know right. a thing so, or two, Joe. So yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I just said homo ten times. No, you're right. It's the same. So I guess homosexuals have sex with each sapien, other. Sapien sapien means wise. Uh, I, I guess well, I just looked it up. Okay, so, so it's like same it's like wise. Neanderthals are the same as us, but they're turtles. You know, erectus is the same as us, except they're tall. I mean, they stand up straight. That's why they're called erectus. They have they have straight backs. They stand up straight. And then uh, I guess Homo sapien means the same as us, but wise. But anyways, don't get don't let the liturgy fool you here. Homo sapiens are just humans. These are all human-like species, but they're not human species at all. They're all we consider apes. And we we are an ape too, but. These apes, they're apes. They're like, you know, mostly what we consider today, there's very few apes still alive that are this intelligent. So they're more like some kind of, you know, uh, human-like chimpanzees or something like that. Like maybe they're, they, we might not even recognize them. They're highly intelligent, but they're not humans. They are, uh, well, they existed well before us, and uh, they're, they wouldn't have come in contact with us. As far as we know by the fossil record, we never met this species before, but apparently... They beat us to the punch on making art and uh, burying the dead, which would be, if it is true, which I don't know, but if that is true, that's an amazing discovery because we, Wait as far minute. as we know, humans are the only species to have ceremonial burials, religion, concept of death, and make art. And as far as this discovery goes, this species that's not human did it already before we did it, and then they died before we were uh, um, able to either have record of them or contact them because as far as we know we were only living alongside a couple of species of homo and uh they didn't do this kind of shit um before that as far as we know all right i got i I have to just because um please because people people find this as the source of all information and news coming from a yeah and this will be great when we catch on the the heat wave of this new netflix podcast or netflix uh documentary and then they click on our video and then watch father antonio bits for the first 20 minutes and then they immediately shut it off 
<laughs> and then we're talking I was about like, oh, we'll talk about current events. You know how we do that? We usually have a bump in current events stuff. And then like the first 20 minutes are about like Father Antonio grabbing our balls. Father Antonio and then homosexuals versus homo sapiens versus <laughs> And then we're getting confused. I just know everything. that you're right. Homo means the same. Sapiens, I guess, means wisdom. But I know that sapiens means human. So they're all homo, all right. but uh, we're the only sapiens. I got it. So, okay, when you first ask Bing what the full definition of, of a human, you gotta is. bing it. You gotta bing it. Ask Jeeves. It says offline. It says it's a bipedal primate mammal, Homo sapien, a person. Yeah. And then, 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 then it says. Uh, and this is coming from... It's it's just the Latin word Wait for human, Wait a minute. Dude. I know, but just hang on, because then what's a human? It's like vulpus human... vulpus, or this canis familiaris. Vulva, vulpus, whatever, you know, all the yeah. same. So yeah, yeah. Um, when you go to Wikipedia, it says a human primate. I'm going to read this, and it's okay. I know we don't like this, but I have to. I have to. Okay. Humans are the most common and widespread species of primate. A great ape... A great ape dude we're great great. we're great apes not characterized by our bipedalism and high intelligence humans have a large brain and resulting cognitive skill that enables them to thrive in varied environments and develop Mm -hmm. complex societies and civilizations and our scientific name for the human is homo sapien our higher classification is homo and and humans eat Potatoes, Our family corn, is mammalia. oat, wheat, and boletus reticulatus. And then our speed, also important, for oh, yeah. males is 8 miles an hour. And guess what it is for females? 7? 6.5. And God then damn. we have 206 bones in our family, besides me and you, <laughs> and our entire <laughs> listener group. As um, mammals, right? Mammals. You guys are all our family. Besides you guys, the family, family is homid, hominid A, like I, A-E. Uh, yeah, that's the homo. And uh, our intelligence is, is really, really good. And we have 46 chromosomes, unless you're Joe. And then um, the uh, we have uh, millions of tiny living organisms, which all together are called the human microbiota. Yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. New age bullshit. Well, you know, I just want everyone to know if they're wondering and you have to like take a test tomorrow. This if you really is think what about it, it you know, you're not just one species. You have all this bacteria in your microbiome. It's like, yeah, but we're talking about the actual animal, okay? Not all the mites that live on your eyebrows. Which don't forget, every day of your life, there's hundreds of mites living on your eyebrows and eating your skin millions, cells, so. billions, trillions, probably. Um, I don't think it's and that. And then, um, but so so, let me bring this up before we get off topic. Is that sure? Some of the first people to bang. Other well, first humans to start banging around, you know, like Just banging where, around, banging around, you know, that type of stuff. Where, um, huh? Just banging around. Yeah, just banging around, dude. It's, it's the way to go. Um, you ever so seen that besides, meme with Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show where he's like, "What are you doing? Who? Me? What? Just hanging around." <laughs> no, I like that. I I'll insert it. it right here, folks. There you go. Sorry about the uh, yeah. still thing you're. Got so so we have Homo sapiens and then Neanderthals. I say Neanderthal. I, I think that thaw. Yeah, I almost said Neanderthal tall. earlier because I know that's how because well, people to say do, it, but dude. I, but when I you listen to ancient aliens. Some guys say tall. Some guys say thaw. I think that it's yeah. I'm gonna go with thaw. Uh, I'm and you know, know, who, know who's not knowing like when you go to another country and you sound like an idiot because you're trying to pronounce uh, Margarita and you, they like it. Margarita. 
<clears throat> yeah, exactly. I still and think it's okay say, in that sense, but for me, it no, sounds like I don't, aluminium I don't think it's okay. and aluminum. Yeah, I don't think it's okay if you come back to the United States and then say that. I think that's not okay at all. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you there for sure. Not okay. You look like a fucking dick. That's been well established. If you go there, you go there and you say, "Yeah, can I have a margarita," they go, "You're an American. And you look like you sound dumb." Um, but anyway, that was you doing. That was you doing the real version. <laughs> can I have a margarita? Oh, you yeah, sound dumb. <laughs> margarita. Can I have margarita. a margarita, por favor? Que yo lima. Pizza, por favor. A margarita. Buenas but yeah, no, for me, I think that one's uh, But hang on, hang on, I've got to finish my point. This is very important. Okay, yeah, is that was, Mine was still about be, the so pronunciation. everyone's talking about right now, everyone's talking about this, is that human homo sapiens were banging Neanderthals, hence me. I have Neanderthal DNA according to 23andMe, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and according to your face, too. Yeah. Oh, clearly, dude. Yeah, it's just like that. The 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 huge pronounced features man. and strong uh, functional things like my nose and my mouth, and my, Big chew, hand, my, my small chewing, dick. my chewing, my yeah, exactly, my chewing ability. Like I have my the, the strength of my jaw to bite down on uh, mm. on on raw meat is quite high. I've been large told. protruding forehead. Yeah. Bad ideas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad ideas, kind of stupid. It's all there, you know. So um, easily whipped up into a frenzy or conspiracy. Easily, all, easily, just bad. like them. So, so you had homo. Imagine if you had ten percent, I wouldn't be able to talk to you anymore. I'd be like, oh, that be insane, lost. dude. Yeah, it'd also be. You, you'd probably, you probably would have killed me already when I insulted you. You would have beat my head in with a with a, a slab of limestone. Yeah, I would have got defensive and said that you're trying to take over my uh, all my ten female Concubines. companions. Uh, yeah, yeah no, and you would not write about that too. But but they're just people Harem. that I bang with a club and, and then drag in a cave. And and then you bang with a club. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So so you've got three things going on that we knew about, is that Homo sapiens yeah. were banging Neanderthals, and Neanderthals yes. were banging Denisovans, and then Des- Denisovans were banging Homo sapiens. Yeah, so, so we have three different like, species here intermingling uh, sexually. Pretty Yeah, nuts. so there's a lot of sexual Maybe activity. that's why they did it. Pretty nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of activity going on here sexually, and then we won this battle. Um, we ultimately so the whole, survived the, all. Of the whole point is that, like, you know, we were banging all of them, and then we eventually killed all of them. That's the only way, dude. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, like a one virus. We do, I think we did kill Denisovans. a lot of them, but I think we also outcompeted them. It wasn't that. It wasn't like a genocide of uh, Neanderthals. It was more like we were occupying were the you same there? spaces. And we no, I, I wasn't there, but there's no evidence for it. The evidence we know right now is not of mass extinction of Neanderthals. Because Dude, every Neanderthal over... I've seen has a giant smash in its head from a fucking like, <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's they date the, they date relatively the point of death within a couple hundred years. And if they all died within the same hundred years, you'd be like, okay, there's a case here that they all died at the same time. There could be some kind of weird event, even though people weren't capable of committing genocide that scale at the time because you didn't have the information or the technology but yeah there's a lot of walking over the course of a couple thousand years there's no more neanderthals and look who's left you know so definitely we we outcompeted them and in many cases did kill them for sure but i wouldn't say we wiped them out in the way we wiped out like the dodo bird we didn't systematically destroy an entire species we we outcompeted them much in the way that uh, you know uh, other mm-hmm. species of animals in the past have outcompeted other ones and become the ultimate one. If you're too close together, whether whether you're too close together genetically or physically, you're going after the same stuff, and you're gonna one person's gonna win. You know? and, and ultimately, the Homo sapiens did win. Whether it is because of our brain function or our adaptability or whatever happened, um, there's a reason why we're all 
humans and not Neanderthals now. And you can speculate. Yeah, but what about the case of the Cobra Cave in the Annamite Mountains of Laos? I am unfamiliar with that case. Would you enlighten me? Uh, Imagine CSI Miami with um, the guy with red hair like you. And yeah, Horatio. He's, he's going in. His name's Horatio for whatever reason. How the fuck is that guy's name Horatio? I don't know, but I remember that specifically that, that guy's name's Horatio. I'm like that redheaded dude, old dude's name Horatio. His name should be like, <laughs> like Michael. Dude, it's like it's like my German teacher be naming Guillermo Bartolome. <laughs> that is, sounds like a, an it's explorer true. to the Ponce de Leon yeah. level of the Fountain of Youth over here. Upcoming uh, Taiwan episode. Yeah, uh, guten Morgen, uh, Guillermo uh, V. Gates, do uh, <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't make sense. Is that the sense. name of the Guatemalan no. guy from the Jimmy Kimmel show, Guillermo, <laughs> the German teacher? Probably, yeah. Um, and, uh, no, it was the Cobra Cave, complete bloodbath of bones. What do you mean? So it's like a bunch of dead, um, what, Neanderthals? Or yeah, they clearly got massacred by Homo sapiens because we were uh, had the upper hand in technology and intelligence. Damn, I'm sure that happened at, at multiple times. But I, I mean, to, to, to kill 100 Neanderthals in a war is different than wiping out an entire species, which I think that now we're perfectly capable of, and we try to do it all the time. But in the time when you're using stone tools, it's very difficult to uh, commit. Um, a complete extinction event uh, as humans. I, don't, I think you're giving us too much credit at the time uh, to do that. So. And obviously we well, had dude, similar you, you immune can't... systems because we were banging. It wasn't like going across the ocean and bringing smallpox blankets. We were fucking them and uh, having babies with them. So obviously we were breathing the same air, same bacteria. So I don't think we had a genocide of Neanderthals, and there's no evidence that we ever did that. Um, but yeah. they did all die, so. And I think also yeah. the case is that most of them were assimilated. If they didn't die, if there was 10 Neanderthals left and they were still banging away, then their babies are now Homo sapien babies with Neanderthal DNA, and we just don't count them as Neanderthals anymore. But we didn't, we didn't yeah, wipe we, out well, Neanderthals in a great mass genocide of Neanderthals. There's no evidence for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and if it was that important, my 23andMe would show that I probably impart Denisova, you know? Yeah. They would, it's not even on the. It's not even on the twenty three. They never mentioned the Denisovans though, which which are really interesting, and they're the they're like the the forgotten. Uh, they're the ghosts, as you. Well, they're the pre. They're the ghosts we know of, um, and the they're mostly know, in. They're mostly in like uh, Central Asia is where they're they like to call home. I didn't even hear about that uh, species until like probably like two years ago. And I started looking up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, obviously, we always finding new stuff, so it's you're never really up to date. I mean, granted, that's why we're doing the podcast. They found some new stuff uh, this week or whatever, but uh, or this year. But I mean, you know, there's always new shit to look out. But I never heard of the Denisovans. So there's new shit, close... yeah, dude. I didn't learn about them until ten minutes ago. So you're up. You got the upper hand. Oh, there here. you go. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was always interested in Homo erectus that went extinct before Neanderthals and humans really popped off for the first time. And they're they they're like on that chart of like the classic chart of like the evolution of man, which is completely inaccurate, where it goes from like you know chimpanzees to that. That's not accurate at all. Uh, but the one before humans is always Homo sapien because it's the closest looking. Uh, by the skeleton to humans. It's the closest looking to skeleton. Even though Neanderthals are closer to us genetically because we can interbreed with them, Homo sapiens almost look like humans. They, ha- they, ha- they don't have the big foreheads. They don't have the bigger jaw. They have a smaller jaw, smaller forehead, and their spine is more upright and straight than, than the Neanderthals. So they're almost... Yeah, like, and and they kind of like, have like the same brain, which is just the great... Well, not really. I mean, Homo sapiens are 40,000 uh, 40, years ago, and then... 
Dennis I think Silva's it's even more or than that. let me look at my well it's it's here. it's hard to figure so Homo out. Homo erectus I mean, went extinct about five hundred thousand years ago, and Homo neanderthalus and Homo sapien started coming around, you know, more around like three hundred, four hundred thousand years ago. So it seems like Homo erectus was on its last leg while Neanderthals and humans were like really just first popping off here. So even though they weren't actually our ancestors, they were like our cousins that uh, that didn't get laid enough apparently. Well, it's not yet, yeah, definitely, um, but also the, the evolution around that time period is uh, clearly because around, you know, let's say, four, just keep it simple, 40,000 years ago, whatever it is, the last ice age, when Homo sapiens came around, they <clears throat> they invented mushrooms. And <laughs> this is Dylan doing his invented thing, which just means you and, just discover uh, something. They, they invented psilocybin mushrooms uh, yeah. and started eating them, In order and to then make they us. became... Well, all these robots, uh, you know, came online and because right. of mushrooms and their brains they expanded activated. to consciousness and understanding. They were using tools stone and shit before theory. that, but so do uh, so do my cats, you know. So, you know, yeah, stoned tools. ape theory. Yeah, great movie, Hell dude. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, year one, love that. Yeah, great, great movie. Uh, Jack Black, Michael Sarah, bomb, bomb. So funny, bomb. dude. He invents the bicycle and then gets on it and doesn't move. It's so funny. Um, fantastic. Uh, so do you fantastic. want to take our first commercial break? Yeah, I'm thinking so, guys. Uh, yeah, all right. We'll see you guys when we get back. When we come back, we're going to dig more into the, the discovery, the uh, the reason why you could even find shit like this. I know a lot of people are like, how did you even know just because you found this one thing? Well, there's a lot of shit that goes into it, okay? I know you hate experts, people, but yeah. that's the way it is. And uh, we're going to see, we're going to speculate on the, what this means for us. On the other side, yeah. Dylan Joe. We're the experts for now, so we'll see you after the break. Love you. Arrived last night from Washington, D.C., where I delivered a lecture at the Smithsonian Institution and then a lecture at the National Geographic Society. Um, and you're going to see quite a lot coming out uh, around this discovery. In fact, uh, probably the May issue of National Geographic, this will be a major feature in, in that. There's a blue chip documentary being done at the same time. Favorite basement podcast. This is the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast with Dylan and Joe. We don't have Dom here this week um, because he was up in the White Mountains, and when he was up there, he's trying to find himself. So he's taking a bunch of ayahuasca. He's soul searching. He wants me to spirit animal. He suggested his spirit animal might be a moose, but I'm more inclined to believe it's more of like a squirrel or a chipmunk type situation where he's he's skeeving around and storing up nuts in his mouth, as, as he's been known to do. Either way, we pray for his safe return, and I hope he's had a spiritual awakening. Uh, but not too awakened, because then he might not want to be on the podcast anymore. But we miss him. Uh, but this is back to the classic formula. It's me and Dylan. We're talking about uh, stoned apes, and we're really getting into it here. So when we, we last left you before the commercial break, we're talking about this discovery in South Africa, which is in this deep cave system, which even watching the videos of these people going down here makes me want to cry. It's terrifying. These caves are so small as they go down. There's just little crevices where basically only your arm and your skull can fit through it. And these people are going down there for science, which I respect the shit out of because even just watching them do it makes me want to shit my pants. I, I could never do this. You couldn't pay me enough to go down there. Even if I knew there was a discovery, and they don't even know, they're just trying to check for it. Yeah, Joe. Uh, Joe's. I think your number one. We talked about this on fears and phobias, but your number one is is this. Oh yeah, like being trapped in a cave. I mean, forget it. Being trapped anywhere, just claustrophobia, just getting trapped up. So, 
You know, they're doing well, God's work. What's the craziest thing about some of these caves? Some of these caves, like some of them, are obviously cold and shitty and whatever it is. But some of them, like that cave that has all those crystals, um, that you know, those crystals, they're like you know, hundred foot long. Um, it's in Poland. Yeah, I they're think? insane. They, they would call um, them geodes if they were in a rock. I don't know if they still call them geodes if they're hanging from the ceiling. But uh, but yeah, there are some amazing structures down there. Millions it's called Nyasa's Crystal Cave. Uh, mm. And it captivates chemists, um, and it it's in. Uh, it's been around for millennium, like forever, and it's uh, it's below uh, Nica, Mexico, and it's a cave that's like amethyst or something, and the crystals are the size of school buses. Um, and the thing with that cave, which is so cool compared to other caves, and this is my whole point on caves, is that they're sh just a shitty place to be, no matter if it's cold or it's not cold or whatever it is, is that they are, um, this one is like 130 degrees with 97% humidity. Like it's insane. So you can't even be in there for very long. About, so, oh yeah, the Crystal Cave in Mexico, yeah. Crystal Caves, yeah. It's in Mexico. The crystals are like amethyst, and they're the size of school buses, and the cave Gorgeous. is as big as a, as like multiple basketball stadiums height-wise and whatever, but it's like 130 yeah. degrees in there, which is terrible. And but you mentioned the, the humidity, humidity because there's nowhere for the water to evaporate to, right? You're stuck in the cave. It's almost 100, yeah. it's almost 100 percent, so you can't, you can't, God. there's no amount of... Uh, like when you scuba dive and you have all that stuff, you can handle the pressure and the, well, that to a certain extent, um, and the oxygen and whatever it is here, there's nothing you can do. You just can only be in it for like 10 minutes at a time. No. Um, and I'm sure you would love to take a, like a industrial strength dehumidifier down with you, but that's not going to fit if your body came to fit through. So good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so we're saying caves are a shitty place. I don't, um, at this age, I mean, uh, I sound like such a like dark guy, but nothing mm. really impresses me that much to be like I gotta do this. Like uh, I'd be like 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 I've I've uh, I've seen some things, and you go there. Like what's the one example that I was talking about last podcast? Um, oh, Niagara Falls. I always bring that up. You know, sure. You stand there and you go, there it is. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! Look at the water. Well, it's yeah, also proportionate uh, to the amount of effort you have to it's, do to see it right if you could going. just click on a picture and then all of a sudden you're at niagara falls you would do it in a heartbeat but if you have to drive you know 12 hours then fucking uh, the whole it's not even that just that like there's there, you just go yeah that's that's really uh i'd rather talk Something. to people and laugh and have things it, it, it doesn't have any uh you just go yeah there it is you get kind of bored kind of quick you go that's nice and it's it's a it's a nice place to have a drink with your friends that's really niagara sure. falls and just they don't even do that so just another setting, and there's a yeah. Eiffel Tower, all that shit. Just another thing where you go, yeah, this is a, uh, well, this is all right, you know. That's like, something. That's, that's it, dude. But I think yeah. that caves are unique in that way because not only are they difficult to get to and um, awful uh, to to be in, uh, they are a great preservation uh, tool or situation. That like, that's why their caves have all of these things, like these amazing crystals or these dead fossils bodies. of early hominids, dead bodies. Um, it's because. They're so isolated from the outside environment that these things can still exist there. I mean, every single fossil we know is is exists because it was 
covered in some way, and most of its material was supplanted by more rock-like material. That's like when they find dinosaur bones, quote-unquote, they're not finding bones. They're finding what used to be bones that have been supplanted by rock-like material. That's like fossils are basically rocks, but they're in the same shape and the same, you know, geometry as it. So you can basically do the same way. These uh, fossils that they're finding in this cave we're talking about are there still is some bone material in there, but most of the calcium has been replaced with other rock-like materials, and they call it a, a bacha, which is basically like a combination of all kinds of rocks crushed together under pressure, which is very much like cement. So basically, these things are encased with like a natural cement, and that's why we can still see them. And they have all these you know advanced tools. They don't just use chisels and knives anymore to break it out. They use like all these crazy like air pressure stuff to do it. But basically. Because of these caves and because of all the rocks surrounding it, we can still see these bones of these, you know, very hundreds of thousand years old uh, hominids that exist there. But if they, if there's all the hominids that died on the surface and not in this deep cave that's nearly impossible to get to, all those bones existed. They're gone. They were either eaten, dissolved, weathered. They're all gone. You have to have these very specific circumstances like these deep caves that are oppressive and awful to go to to have this um, these pristine uh, evidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that brings us to uh, to uh, Ziggy. Uh, what's his name? Lee Berger. Lee Berger. I'll never get that down. Um, <clears throat> Lee Berger. So uh, he reminds me an awful lot about the way he is and talks as the uh, the guy who just died in the uh, submersible, the Titan. Oh, you think God. so? The, uh, the oh yeah, dude. He's guy, yeah, they're these rich guys who are, have nothing to do, and they go, "Let me go be an explorer like the old days," and they go, oh, "Fine." Is that what he is, or do you just gleam that from his attitude? Just attitude alone. I mean, no. Okay, other... yeah, I get. That. Yeah, I no. That. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why is he? The, the, oh, sorry. Obviously... I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to insult anyone. Is he poor? No, well, he's not as he's not a he's not a rich guy. He's not. He is he poor and yet. not retired? He's just at work. And he just fucking... no. He no. He no. He is. He works. That's his job, dude. He's a scientist. He's a paleontologist. Like he he's not. He doesn't own an, a ranch in Alaska that costs one point seven billion dollars. He's digging up mammoth bones and jerking off to his friends. He works for National Geographic to find fossils. I mean, obviously the people who work for him. Wow, I are couldn't be more wrong. I just. Well, I, I mean, I can see why you're I can see why you're mistaken because he dresses Indiana Jones for the interview. He dresses Indiana Jones, dude. I mean, it's his own fault. I just thought fault. he was. I just He's coming across was, as a douche. You know, I just I, thought I, I that he was jerking that. off all day. I just that's no. just my first thought. I, no, dude, his no. job is just to do that. I watched a whole one-hour video of him describing how they find the bones, what they are. He's a, like a science nerd, like he's a scientist, dude. I mean, obviously, he's not poor because he's the boss of those people. And they probably get paid like minimum wage to go in his tunnels and dig shit up. But like the guy is not a rich a rich guy. He he's like a scientist. Like he, he that's his job. He, he looks all this shit up. He's he's a researcher. He has the rubber gloves on. He's telling you all about the bones. He's so excited about. It. He's like a real nerd, like science dude. He's not like the bone the boner guy or like you know these billionaires who are like I'm gonna be an explorer now. I'm gonna pay these ten guys to go dig for me. Like this guy's job is that. We only know about him because he finally found something worth mentioning and now he's gonna jack off all over Netflix and get excited about it, which I guess is his prerogative <laughs> after thirty years of looking for something and gaining too much weight to get which he did mention in the interview, he can't crawl through the tunnels, he had to lose weight to crawl through the tunnels, which I thought that was so funny. But no, he's not a he's not a rich guy. He's he's a you know, he's a resident fucking explorer or some 
gay name like that that they picked for him. It makes him feel like he's yeah. Indiana Jones. That's why he's dressed like Indiana Jones for the interview. But he's just a yeah. fucking scientist. He's not rich. Yeah, he has, he's written like 20 books. Um, he's... Uh, he tries to find from fossils South Africa. early hominids. Yeah. His wife's a radiologist. Um, he's won some awards. Yeah, no, he's a he's a, he's a science he's guy. A scientist, dude. This is a real science guy. My mistake, dude. He really no, rubbed no, me. No, I get I get why you thought that because way, he presents himself as that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he really just rubbed me in the way that um, you know, Father Antonio does, you know, and um, <laughs> And uh, dude, dude, do not mark our words right now when we record this podcast. And the next three months, he's gonna be even more like that. Because he's going to be like feeling like he's famous now and he found the thing. He's going to start dressing like Indiana Jones and carrying whip around and saying like discoveries of people. He's going to get real douchey, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, as of right now, you can't call him a rich guy uh, uh, douche because he actually did put the work in. So I gotta Wait a minute, though. Place. It does say he's a distinguished Eagle Scout um, and received the Boy Scouts. Well, how do you think he was so American good at in the woods? Honor Medal for saving a life in 1987. So just saying, he's a douchebag. <laughs> Wait a minute! What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just kidding, e- dude. Boy Scouts I, I are the backbone the of the United States of America. Okay, they are the backbone. They're if they weren't here, we yeah. would all be nothing. If they okay? weren't there, how would kids learn? It's okay for adult men to abuse you <laughs> and then join the army. <laughs> I get. Yeah. It. I agree with you. Exactly, yeah. and he skipped. Boy Scouts is a good even... training to say it's okay for adult men to boss you around and touch you however they want, and then you get in the yeah. army and they do the same thing. Yeah, how Follow else are you going to shower at camp if you don't bring an adult with you in the shower? Exactly, and how else you are you going to learn what how to, to tie knots? Yeah, you don't know what to do, dude. It's there's there's no other way, and and um, and then how they, else they, they are teach you going to have Boy Scouts how to tie knots so that after you get PTSD and and uh, the military, you can tie a noose and kill yourself. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. you guys are going to want to know this later in life when you realize the <laughs> horrors yeah. of war. In about 15 years when it's shit's going to yeah. start piling up a little bit. I know you don't care this now, not, but... This knot is funny now, but... <laughs> yeah. There's not a whole lot of knots in the Navy anymore, but believe me, you're going to need this one later. Yeah. The VA yeah, is not going to come calling for you. This one knot, you'll never forget. Trust me. It's real easy to do. Um, yeah. Dude, when I was It'll in the last thought thing, you ever tie, literally. Dude, I'm not kidding. This is not a joke at all. I was in the Air Force version of Boy Scouts, and it's arguably yeah. worse in a lot of ways. It's, it's Civil it's, Air Patrol. Civil Air Patrol. Um, it's come up on the podcast before, but I always love talking about it. I'm not being and And just like the Boy Scouts of, of being the backbone of America, we were the backbone of the United States Air Force, Joe. Hell yeah. We were the backbone of the whole The Air, Air Boy Force. Scouts. Yeah, the Air Boy Scouts. We were in airplanes. There, you should have called those the Eagle Scouts because you're like uh, the Air Force yeah. Boy Scouts. Yeah, when an airplane crashes, who's there first? We try to be. And the then coyotes. We also, then we get a, <laughs> besides the coyotes, then, then the flies. The Civil Air Patrol is there first. And the it's a bunch of 14 arrive. year old boys on a ham radio and a radio in the air talking to the Air Force saying, Breaker 1 find- 9, I'm 9. <laughs> We can't find the crash airplane, but the transponder beacon is here. And I was trained on this. I'm 14. Mm. Yeah, we're the I've been playing Marco Polo since I was five. I know how this works. All my instincts in training tell me to find this guy by yelling Polo. Yep, exactly. And then a guy 
it's it's and then you know what else just like lee Berger, what else are we gonna do sir guys sir i have band-aids sir please relax <laughs> i brought well, bandages <laughs> exactly <laughs> crash do you air, need my inhaler air, sir do you need to a, use my inhaler you seem to be hyperventilating an airplane crash and you're gonna be like you need a band-aid it's like these guys they're burning alive <laughs> they're dead <laughs> sir you need to relax um so but sir, do, but, you, but, do you want to look at my compass will that help you soothe, <laughs> soothe your pain i have bdus on which are the which are camouflage the air force wears the same ones and you can see my name tag here it says my last name but i'm in the civilian patrol which is it's like the air force but it's a little different um sir if, if i can alleviate your worries would you look at my badges i have the badge for taking care of old people and you seem to be about 28 joe, years old joe they're not badges in the cap they're ribbons sir do you see my ribbons Sir, I think I have the I think 2016 encampment badge. The encampment badge it means I slept in the army barracks at Otis Air Force Base and pissed myself. <laughs> that's what this one is, and that's the one I. Sir, that's the only one I got. Um, sir, did you piss yourself in the CAP? I don't think you did. So why don't you let, <laughs> let the working D go to me? I'm about to get my license next year, sir. I think I know a thing or two about a thing or two. I do a thing or two. I got basic uh, life support training uh, at, at Sir, I, I got basic bitch training about a month ago. A, a blow-up tent at Minuteman Air Base in Stillman's New Zealand's Minuteman Airfield. Um, I did, okay? Sir, are you did, deaf? I, I, I'm well-versed in American Sign Language. I can do the full alphabet. I have room for that right here. <laughs> do you know what the difference between I can't speak ASL, a- but I can spell out the words for you. If you need to talk, T A L K. Is that doing anything for you? Can you hear me? So the difference between Lee—well, actually, no, not a difference at all. So Lee Berger uh, was an overweight guy in his fifties. Am I right? I believe so. I know I'm right because he said that's the first thing he had to do be- before he became a cave explorer. Is he said, "Yeah, my first training." But it is was a little to unfair lose- to say if, if, if he had to lose weight because he was obese. I mean. The- if you're an explorer cave, you have to be skinnier than me. Like you have to be like a fucking snake Dude, man. I, I don't know, man. He uh, that guy's way too the, big what, for that. When he gets brought on the news and they ask him what what he thinks of cave di- cave exploring, he goes, "Well, I had, I had to lose weight." First thing, yeah, so no, it's I'm, obviously I'm not, dude, very I'm not saying he's not a chubby guy, but I'm not saying he's not he's not like fucking my three thousand pound life. He, he's like a ch- fat explorer. <laughs> Who got too fat to do his own job? Yeah, that that is what he did. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, he can't fit I mean, in there anymore. All right, so I'm looking at it right now. What do you think? He's just yelling to... down. What do you see? Is it? What do you see down there? <laughs> Explain it really in detail. I can't get Guys, down there. I'm you on know channel 903. 903 over. <laughs> they have the soup cans. I learned this in Eagle Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped the Campbell soup can with the wire down. I know. Sorry, not wire. It's fishing wire, dude. Um, Fishing wire. You never made. You never made one of those. I did. It was fun. Um, I wasn't an Eagle Scouts. Forgive me. I never picked <laughs> guys, myself. It's, guys, guys, it's me, Lee Berger, recipient of the Scouts of America Honor Medal for saving life in nineteen. Your boss. Over. <laughs> Ever heard of me? National League Graphics Resident Explorer. You resident. saw the whip in the hat, right? Explorer. <laughs> exactly. Have you guys they call seen me South Indiana African Jones? Jones? It's me. <laughs> yeah. They call me Johannesburg Jones. No, Indiana <laughs> Johannesburg. It's funnier. No, <laughs> Hamburger Jones. They call me Johannesburger Jones. 
That's the Joe. One. Joe. Well, That's yes, because he's from South Africa. But yes, but I, was, I was just thinking. Jones. I was just thinking. I just thought uh, uh, Hamburger Jones was good too. Yeah. That, well, that's. I mean, that's. <laughs> It doesn't take into account his life, but it's a funnier name. Hamburger Jones. Excuse now, before, me, is Hamburger Jones here your boss? <laughs> now he's just the how'd kid. You get your, from the hey, Hamburger kid. Jones, uh, how'd you get your call sign? <laughs> so glad you asked. Funny story. Uh, do you think that... All right, options, guys, uh, listeners, uh, we need to chime in. What do we think? Do you think Hamburger Jones got... Do you think he packed on the pounds? In his, uh, he is 57 as of today. Um, really? He's been one, throwing back a couple too many drinks. <laughs> Two, hamburgers. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> three, three, genetic diabetes as a predisposition. Four, maybe. Born fat <laughs> with big bones. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he was born with big bones, he would never have taken this job on, so I'm going to eliminate that one right away. Um <laughs> I would say it's a combination of really scientists. You, know, probably, you can't be born fat. If you're a small cave S- anthropologist, I don't bed? think. Yeah, I don't think you'd pick Joe. He's a distinguished you know, eagle scout, dude. People who can't he's swim fat. don't become marine biologists. Let's put it that way. If if you can't, if your bones are too big to fit in a hole in a cave, you're not going to become a cave uh, anthropologist. So I, I'm going to write that one off immediately. Numbers one and three because you didn't mention two. <laughs> one definitely throwing a few back. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and three, what was it? He has diabetes? Yeah, probably that too. Uh, you probably eaten. I mean, you, you, you spent 30 years looking for shit in a cave, and at some point, no one notices you, and you start <laughs> chowing down. I don't blame the guy, you know? It's <laughs> like, guys, guys, He has to guys, lose weight to do his We job. just found some stuff. I got a real good idea. Let's go back to the fucking war room, and <laughs> I'm going to order some Subway. I'm going to order some, some Takati. I'm going to order some sushi. <laughs> I'm going to order kind of all of it. <laughs> just all of it. We're just going to have it all. It's going to be wicked fun. It's going to be a, it's going to be fucking Everyone's like, dude, <laughs> Burger Jones, bro. Cooper's. Yeah. Burger Jones like. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have the hot dogs of Christ ordered for the fucking party. It sure is, dude. Summer. Yeah. Hot dogs of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard of the Patty of Christ? That's my yeah. dad. You guys ever heard of Joey Amber Chestnut? Jones. Imagine him, but religious it's me <laughs> him but religious <laughs> and he cares about australopithecus <laughs> he sure does so all right it's not funny anymore hamburger jones <laughs> you hamburger can't do jones. that i think if i almost spilled all of my fucking counter if i can laugh hamburger that. jones the world-renowned yes, the distinguished over. eagle scout and medal of honor recipient <laughs> I can't believe you turned the thing into talking shit about that guy. And you still love the guy from Alaska who jerks off on the land with this billion – he's billionaire guess what they money. Ha- Dude, guess You what love they that guy because he smokes cigars and shoots deers. But this guy who actually a- knows about the bones, you, you hate him because he's chubby. Take <laughs> a wild guess. Jones. Take a wild guess at what they have in common, dude. <laughs> uh, they're both fat old white guys. Yes. Am I close? There we You're go. You're right on, dude. Name. His, last, yeah. his spouse's name is Jack Jacqueline Berger too. That also goes. Well, and she's what did you say? She's a biologist or what is she? She's a scientist. No, she's a radiologist. Doctor. Yeah. Oh, she's a doctor. An MD. Well, there you go. What is the what is the boner's wife's name? Uh, subservient woman number three that he met in his life. Uh, 
Alaskan Eskimo woman who finally slept with him. He sounds like one of those guys from the Philippines and gets it in. He's like, all right, all these American women, they talk too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to date someone. I'm going to marry someone who doesn't speak English and is 45 yeah, she's an Inuit. years younger we than me. We call them Inuit woman, and they, they know they know their place, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yep. I, I, oh, I shouldn't talk oh, shit about the guy. I, I know his wife is white because he would never marry it otherwise. That's why his kids are all white, too. Yeah, Anyways. but he's a... Anyways, I'm glad these guys, both of them, are, are discovering this shit because oh I couldn't God, do dude. it. I no, I'm sorry, it, so I'm dude, but he it. was also Hamburger Jones was also named Georgia's Youth Conserve Conservationist Conservationalist of the Year for his work go. in conserving the Gopher Tortoise. Dude, you got it's just I mean, so funny. I mean, the Gopher Tortoise. I mean, hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I, we couldn't be more in disagreement about this. I love this nerd, and I think he's a no, no, girl, he's a great nerd dude. guy. That means as a child, he was already being like, I'm going to be science, <laughs> like his whole life, and he did it, he's, he's doing it. And the other guy's like, I'm trying to make a book in Alaska for uh, fucking, tra- I'm going to sell a tractor trailer for 10 times the price to make 10 times the profit. I'm like, I, I respect that, but yeah, I respect more him, the yeah. kid trying to save the creatures of the earth. Gopher, tortoise, specifically. Yeah. And the guy, the yeah. other guy is literally oh. like, I hate scientists. Because they're fucking liars and uh, they they're not telling me what I want to hear. And I I own the, a land the size of New England in my backyard. That's mine, and I'll shoot people who go my property. And that guy's like, I'm a nerd kid of the year for trying to save a species of animal. I'm like, that's the guy I want on my team discovering shit. I don't want the guy who's fucking an Alaskan oil magnate fucking doing it. I want the guy who's saving the tortoise when he's 12 years old. He'll tell me the truth what was going on here. Hey, I want to hear about. You know what, I, dude. That's this is my good. guy. I also like a dude who likes a good meal. Me too. All right? And a good a fucking good burger drink. of Christ. Okay, throws a few back with some boys. And obviously... A couple of, <laughs> couple of filet mignons of Christ. <laughs> some blood of Christ on the table. Yeah, doesn't matter. Vintage 19... 19- <laughs> this, uh, this is a vintage 1994 body, uh, blood of Christ uh, out of uh, uh, Carlo Rossi collection. Maybe from Carl- the Carlo Rossi <laughs> collection. <laughs> Yeah, we have an aged car. It's like when Dom brought an aged fucking um, <laughs> the uh, Cuddy Sark. Oh, see. yeah, no, he, he had a Canadian club Sark. and Seagrams from it's like, dude, this is a nineteen seventy eight Seagrams. Seagrams, like, yes, sounds great, dude. He's vintage eight, Seagrams. I have a that vintage good. barefoot wine from a nineteen ninety five. Ooh, oh, very nice. Please pour me your glass. <laughs> Dude, did it's you worth see the two dollars American... more than it was when it came out, and inflation makes it worth less money. <laughs> Dude, the newest American dad, Roger, was like, he picked up a bottle of wine off a crime site, and he was like, ah, 2020, good year. Not sure how the wine was, though. <laughs> it's the same thing. 1978 for uh, for Cuddy Sark, our Seagrams. Yeah, it's going to be good. I can tell. <laughs> so so I got to get into the reasons why these bones were even down here, because I thought it was pretty Wait, interesting. Wait, I had, because... I know, I know, I know, but I had something funny to say. Okay, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I thought we were at the end of this so we could kind of rally back to something. I can't wrap it up this quick, dude. Well, if you remember it, please interrupt me and let me know. Um, So, yeah, so I thought it was interesting, like, how the fuck these bones even end up here? Because, obviously, these guys are, like, spending their life trying to get down in these caves and figure this shit out. And, yeah, you know, geologically shit changes, but not that fast. I mean, from the time that this um, other species, it's an animal, um, but we're animals, too. I don't want to be demeaning by this animal that did this. Uh, but when this animal died, it's, the geological makeup hasn't changed that much. This cave has been here since that happened. And the mo- majority of the rocks that are around the area are called dolomites, which they, uh, the a mountain chain in Italy is named after. And these dolomite, dolomite rocks, 
Yeah, Dolomite. Yeah, sounds a lot super like hard rock from fucking the newest Zelda called Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dolomite uh, Kingdom of game. the Gorons. The Gorons would love to eat some good. Wait, Dolomite am I fucking rocks, right, sure. dude? I knew I was onto that. No, I was just I was just playing along with your. Oh, thing. oh, that sounds. I was like Dolomite Kingdom of the Gorons. That's exactly where it would. Yeah, be no, I was just saying that to make you yeah, to go along with it. Thank but you. No, you're I appreciate the val- validation. Oh no, no, you know, you know what, you know why you are right, Zoanite. Zoanites. Uh yes, it's the L- the little thing you pick up that's black yep. and shiny. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, cool. Yep, it's the whole. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the entire. It's all the the, the robots are all Zoanite robots. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm. that's not important. But yeah, play Tears of the Kingdom if you haven't played it yet. It's a great game. Fucking Zelda rules. It's like a shit. Yep. Obviously, mm-hmm. but these rocks are nearly three billion years old. The Earth is only four point three billion years old, which means these rocks have been around almost as long as the planet Earth. So well before what life. Rock before. isn't four billion years old. A ton of them. There's a ton of They're rocks. Fucking like, all uh, that old. Sediment, igneous rocks, sedimentary rocks, a lot of limestone. It, it's old, but it's not as old as planet Earth. A lot of rocks formed, you know, man, one billion years ago. You know, a couple. 500 million. I mean, obviously they're all old. But, this but, is but, but every old every fucking year. rock that you see in where, fucking goddamn Rhode Island is old as fuck. Like, you yeah. pick up a rock right now in your yard, and it's fucking... It's super old. It's true. It's true. It's not as old. old as the planet Earth, I mean, but it is pretty old. I'm just yeah, saying these ones are particularly it's old. It's old as fuck. Yeah, and they're okay, particularly gotcha. uh, hard because... You know, you could have a limestone, which might be, you know, 1.5 billion years old, but over the course of a million years, all the erosion will wipe it away and all the weather and it'll go away. These dolomites are pretty strong. So basically, that's the reason why this cave is still so set up well. So here's the ideas of why these bones are in here. They have three examples of why the bones are there. Number one, they think that predators could have brought the bones in the cave, like a den-like situation. Animals like uh, cats and uh, even porcupines so they'll bring, do. yeah, they'll bring their uh, their food or their uh, their kill into into dens, and they'll leave them in there. And these dens could have been their caves at the time, and that's why the bones are there. Number one example, because the bones didn't just magically appear in there. Number two example is the idea called the death trap, which I think is a cool idea. Which is that these uh, animals could have been exploring a point of the cave, which uh, Lee Berger said it happens a lot in cave uh, exploring, which is there's, there's parts of the cave that. It's not built for you to go down, so there could be like 100-foot drops that if you're not careful, you just stumble upon. And this species could have just walked into this area of the cave trying to crawl through and explore, and then whoops, you drop down, and either you die on impact, hopefully, or you break enough bones where you'll never get out again, and you slowly die in a deep, dark cave, which is my ultimate nightmare. Uh, That could have happened, too. Yeah. And there are examples of caves like this all over Africa where there's just piles and piles of bones, and they do believe because uh, it was a death trap. So if you come upon this, there's only one way out, and it's dead. So that's why there's piles of bones there. Much like the uh, the tar pits that are in uh, Brea in uh, California, where it's just that most of the animals that went in never went out. Also like the bone fields in Alaska. They think that there probably was some, some kind of uh, place you couldn't get out of, perhaps. And the third example also applies to bone fields, which is that it's a um, catastrophic runoff. So there could be flooding, that massive flooding, and caves are downhill. So there's also a chance that these bones could get washed down in the caves out over years and years of water flooding them in. Uh, I tend to think it's more of the death trap or the predator part of it, just because I think that the bones would probably be pretty deteriorated. And you have to have a lot of flooding to force a bone from a mile away into a deep cave. But... All the water does run through there, and that's part of the reason why it's fossilized. 
most fossilization doesn't happen through dirt seeping in. It happens through water running through these bones, and the calcium gets uh, replaced with other, uh, you know, sedentary rock and shit like that, and then you can see it again. So that's all I got to say about why they might be there. It's not bullshit. They're there for a reason, and that's why it's so crazy we found them, or that Lee Berger found them and his team of uh, skinnier people than him. So you think all these these people, probably my ancestors, were just Maybe. fucking ravaged by giant cats and brought into the cave and died in Kasserian? Well, well, they only Almost found like a one. Holocaust run by cats. <laughs> they only they only found one. I think one skeleton somewhere. But no, I don't think it's a Holocaust. <laughs> I think uh, if a, if a thousand people live and die over a, a thousand years, and one of them gets dragged in this cave. Then the evidence is there for the one person, so that's enough for us to discover something about it. it doesn't say that, that everyone died that way, but all it takes is one body buried deep, deep, deep beneath the earth to to let us know that someone existed. And the, and I mean, also we didn't talk about the part yeah. that they draw, they had cave drawings, and it seems to be mm-hmm. some type of uh, ceremonial situation there, which I think is the most interesting part of it. Obviously, finding bones of ancient hominids is, is fascinating. It happens all the time, and they, I mean, it happened. Uh, more frequently since the 1970s, but this is different than that. That's why we're talking about this: is that they they don't just think that the bones are there. They think that they they were they were down there, and it wasn't a death trap, and they were actually drawing on the walls and doing all kinds of weird shit. You know, I mean, maybe that's the case. It could just be trying to date yeah. it to that time. But uh, yeah, yeah it, you know, you didn't bring up a fourth it. option. Maybe this is. I'm just going off what Lee Berger they, told me. I'm open to interpretation. Where please, Hamburger Jones wasn't thinking mm. with his dipstick on this one. And he might've uh, also ignored a fourth dipstick. option. What's that? Is that um, this was a burial site, sacrificial, like not sacrificial, but ceremonial. They, yeah. Well, I mean, that, they, that's what uh, they're implying. That's what they're implying is that it was a, did I miss site. the whole point of everything you just said? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I was just saying okay, how they usually checking. find these bones. That's what I was saying. But I was saying in this particular site, they're saying this isn't like the shit like that. They're saying that this is unique in the fact that it has art of the site and it seems to be a ceremonial burial. They didn't say sacrificial. Like it, it wasn't implied that they killed somebody there, but it was implied that it was like a, a site of reverence. Like much like when you see those old cave paintings of people like with the hands and the buffalo, they're saying this is like that for this species, perhaps, that existed well before any buffalo drawings in the cave paintings have ever um, gotcha. been discovered unless so, since, I mean, it's you know, we, we share we share share dna with these people somewhat and brain development there's probably we don't know some that. mix over there we don't but it's probably Maybe. some mix over a little bit it's probably because every yeah. now and then you meet a guy you meet a guy who's like like talking about like what they want at their funeral and they're like dude just put me in a fucking trash bag me in a dumpster yeah. Maybe this was a whole species of that mentality where they're like, once they're dead, a fucking just, just throw them in a the fucking cave, hole. dude. Just throw them in the fucking hole, like whatever. It could be. You know, they might just be. But super then why lazy. do they draw? They draw these. I know. Uh, things. <sighs> Maybe because one of them wasn't dead ones. yet, and he decided. Oh, fucking... I didn't even consider that. Like they threw him down the hole. He didn't die. And he started he's carving fucked. stuff to be like, "Remember me, remember me." Whatever. Yeah, he's are. realistically he got thrown in the cave, started eating the other dead people to stay alive for a while, and then decided to have his own fucking theory. puppet show on the wall. Um, yeah. And uh, and that's what he did to pass time until he ate every other body in there that wasn't super gross. And um, but yeah. no, like dude, like where does that fuck it mentality come from? Maybe this is that this is the side of us that goes like, 
fuck it, dude. What's the point? You know, like, what's the point? Whatever. You know, just throw them in the fucking hole. Like, we don't give a shit because they're obviously not that smart yet. So they go, just a, it's just a fucking bag of bones. Just toss it in the fucking right, hole. Right. But, but, and you know? devil's advocate, if they threw them in the hole, as it were, which is what we think most species did, either threw them in a hole or just left them there, there'd be no evidence. The fact that this body is found deep, deep in a cave with artwork around it suggests that there was a, a purposeful burial of this person, and uh, they did it on. The, it was a difficult journey. It wasn't like the cave has gotten shorter since then. They're, they're suggesting yeah, that yeah, yeah. this was a purposeful burial, which actually is going complete opposite of what you're saying, which is that they didn't say fuck it. They were one of the first species, even before humans, working. Yeah. Maybe the first species on the planet Earth to say, you know what? They're dead, but we're not going to throw them away. We're going to actually do something about this. And obviously yeah, humans gonna... are famous for doing shit about stuff, but all the other animals are not famous for that. Basically, every other animal is like, either fuck it, 99.9999%, or .0001% goes, all right, let's all gather around, look at them, and then then leave. But even chimpanzees don't bury their dead. They just go, oh, that's sad. Walk away. Oh, so shit. this would be <laughs> insane. I mean, even if they existed alongside yeah. humans, it would mm-hmm. be crazy to think that they did the same thing as us. But they did it, you know, hundreds of thousands of years before us. That's even crazier. The first ones to have a ritual burial. Uh, not a ritual sacrifice, but, you know. I think that's, that's, that's the crazy part about it is that not only is the guy, you know, dead, it seems to be. That they intentionally put the body there in order to, uh, yeah, yeah. to some degree of respect or reverence for death, which no animals show besides humans. Or maybe this animal. And turkeys, when they do the, they walk around the dead in a big circle like witches. Yeah, yeah. But even so, I said like the elephants do so besides it. Besides turkeys. Do it, but they yeah, don't right. bury their dead. They, they just kind of go yeah. like, oh my God, the guy is dead. And then they walk away. Yeah, they, they don't bury them. Do they don't have a ritual. They don't, they don't leave markings that show, hey, there's someone here or whatever. They don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, and they also don't understand that they're dead. I mean, animals don't really comprehend the fact that they're going to die. They just think that, oh, this person's dead. And that's sad, you know. I don't think yeah. elephants, when they, when they have their funerals, they don't go, uh, well, that'll be me someday. I'm next. You know. Yeah. I'm next. Yeah. They, they just, as far as they know, sometimes the animals die, but. I bet elephants do and dolphins do, but it depends on the chain of command of, of brain. I, I, I will push back against that. So I don't think that any animal knows they're going to die besides humans. And that's why our lives are so tortured and wonderful. I don't think any yeah, animal nah, knows yeah, 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 it right, will yeah. die. I think animals know that animals die for sure. But I don't think animals can comprehend the fact outside of themselves that that will one day be them too. It's like asking a kid, like, what's, what's, what happens? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to die one day. One day I'll die too. Like, they don't know that. You have to tell them and be like, you understand, like, everyone dies and we're all going to die. I don't think your consciousness, consciousness, even as a human, which is more intelligent than a dolphin, even we can't understand in, internally that we're going to die. We have to, like, learn that through conversations and living our lives and, you know. It's the curse of being a human. You know you're going to die, which makes you either live a beautiful life or dread it every day. And that's our, that's like the curse of being a human. It's just what we are. I think that's the actual thing from the Bible they were trying to talk about, by the way. The Adam and Eve thing. It's not that they ate an apple and God said, that's a no-no apple. Don't eat that apple. It's they, they ate a fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I think that they ate that fruit and they realized, oh, yeah, you're going to die. 
You're human. Isn't that fucked up? All these animals have no idea, but now you know you're going to die. Could be today. Could be next week. And then you go, oh, fuck it. I should do some crazy shit. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fuck Eve. They go, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Oh, no, 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 I don't know, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm fucking crazy about it. That's the torture of being a human. I really do believe it, that, that the humans, they, we, we know we're going to die. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy concept. It's, it's not crazy fair. concept. It, I wish it I didn't know that. Uh, the Stone Age <laughs> theory with mushrooms. They didn't know that until they started doing psychedelics. They expanded their mind, and they, they, they yeah. thought of the world beyond What am I? Why am I here? Is the first thing that would do that is drugs. Why am I here? How long mm-hmm. am I going to be here? Like, what, what is this? What's thing? my purpose? What the What's is the this? purpose? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm speculating on this, this animal, whatever it is, but maybe they were the first species on Earth to ever realize that they are going to die one day, and they beat humans to the punch as far as... Because the whole idea of respecting the dead is the, the fact that you know... They're, they're died and you want them to be alive still and they're passing on to a greater place and then one day, you know, we come from dust and dust we shall, you know, become one day once again, you know, kind of thing. And to dust we shall return. So I, I, it's a very human concept and I think it's crazy to think that a uh, a species way before us could have figured that out because we think we're the hot shit in that town. These hot shits were thinking that, like, how, two, how many thousands, hundreds of thousand years ago was I this? I think he was saying it was around 300,000 years ago where... Yeah, so they're clearly I mean, the, thinking the first that. They know what's, of, like, they know what's up, you like know? 150,000 years ago. And even those, they never built a town. They just maybe have understood that they might die one day. You know? Right. And then the craziest thing that I think about is that, so our, our folks, you know, showed up 40,000 years ago, and they there is nothing at all different about their brains so you have me yeah, and yeah, they're Joe exactly the same fucking genetically they're around. identical yeah. identical thought consciousness level your is dna fucking is the same as those 40, people Forty thousand years ago it's the same fucking people oh yeah fucking crazy it's the same. Time. so if they were born right tools. now if you could take that embryo and put it in a woman right now they would be just like us even though they're from 40,000 years ago. That blows my mind. It's like so much has happened. And most of everything that's happened, we know about it's only 5,000 years old. Like no one goes before the pyramids of Giza. Like that's, that's like, that's when, you know, humanity really started. We started building shit. That's that. No, this is multiply that times eight. That's that DNA is exactly the same as ours now. Fucking wild. Same shit. Wild. Same shit. Wild. Totally wild. All right, so we think of a commercial break, and then we'll uh, figure out where yeah, to go. We'll do one more commercial break, then we'll, we'll do final thoughts and send this this uh, chicken back down into the caves once it came. That's it. And then uh, next week, you guys will probably have fucking Dominic to talk about maybe dicks. We'll see. Hey, stay posted, all right, guys? If you're lucky, you, if you if you're lucky, eat all your vegetables and you, you be very nice, you might get that. I'm the Romans, and I'm marching on wanting to get Hannibal for what he's done to our, our people over the years. They go, hey, we're here for Hannibal. We want his head. Where is he? Already dead. I, he, he already died. Like, this no! suit. <laughs> no, God, please, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. As soon as you guys got here. No! <laughs> 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 that was... Uh, countdown, back. we're good. Dylan and Joe. It's a podcast. Dylan and Joe. 
It's podcast. Um, we're back. We're back, uh, we're we're back only. Well, not only, but we're back because of uh, not just the Boy Scouts, and uh, not just anything else like that. But we're back because of the leadership of a rising star in the scientific community. Because of the, ex- the Burgermeister, the Burgermeister. Excavation of the Homo Naledi at Rising Star Cave in the Towing Bird of Prey hypothesis. And Is that what's called Rising today. Star Cave? Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we're we're back because of Hot Dog Jones. And hot Dog Man himself. The Hot Dogs of Christ Jones. Well, he's... Uh, all right, sorry. I got, I got his name wrong. He's It's Hamburger Jones. Lee and Hamburger. Lee Hamburger, also sometimes known as Lee Rogers Burger, age 57, from Shawnee Mission, Kansas. And Shawnee um, Mission sounds like an old fucking uh, Christian cult. Thing. It sure does. I'm sure he's... Shawnee Mission, thought. also known as when uh, 20 white guys with guns showed up and said, Okay, all you brownies, start believing in Christ or boomsticks are going off. That's, exactly That's our legacy here. Yeah, bleeding Kansas. Yeah. They used to call it, you know, during the time. Yeah. Also, you know, American-born South African paleoanthropologist, mm-hmm. and uh, in his most famous discovery of the Australopithecus sediba site, Malapa, in Africa. So. Um, yeah, he found the the hypothesis here is that he or th- theses actually, if I were to go on the other side of the spectrum, mm. is that he found uh, he found a site of 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 undiscovered uh, previously unknown species of sort of human people, and who were part of our makeup at one point probably, and mm-hmm. um, maybe our ancestors to some degree. Might be our ancestors, and they're completely wiped away from history in all forms and everything like that. And except it for could the be fact because that they are still here, they're not completely wiped out. They're all dead, granted, but their evidence is still here. We don't even have this podcast happening. They're they're not completely wiped out because some semblance of them, deep beneath the Rising Star Cave, still exists. Their yeah, form of exactly. art, their form of burial, perhaps. But uh, yeah. let's not belabor the point any further. I think that we should track this case as we do as we do with the ufos or bigfoot or anything we're always we're a podcast we're not a movie so we're always actively you know researching looking shit up getting interested whatever we're gonna do constantly actually constantly at all at all times in all places we're always Non-stop. sending each other videos or whatever i mean usually dylan's aren't that pertaining to the podcast but usually pretty <laughs> but hamburger jones sometimes he might write in and say, I got some new yeah. stuff for you guys. Come, and come I meet think me in Pawnee, will... Kansas, and we'll talk Pawnee, in the war room. Yeah. Pawnee. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think that definitely, um, if you folks, that's why, I, we have an episode in the bank, but I think I have to release this episode first because you're about to hear about it from us, and then you're going to watch it on Netflix, and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's the Netflix guy, the, the fucking ape thing. So, we're going to get this shit out beforehand. Just, just know, we called it, as we do many things in this podcast, we called it. And, um, and don't give us credit for it, but just, you know, maybe mention to a friend and you go, oh, yeah, I heard about the uh, 
the uh, Lee Hamburger guy, but I heard about that from the Dylan Joe Basement podcast. <laughs> we like yeah, that exactly. That's how we it goes. Like that. So we like you like that. So, but, but also, he's going to get a big head. Uh, he's his head is already big um, as it is. So you better believe yeah. when the Netflix things come out, he's going to be full Indiana Jones gear. He's going to be like, I'm an explorer. I'm a you know, I'm a I'm an Australopithecus. I'm a fucking hominid. He's going to start going off. So he's going to get a really big head. But I think he deserves it after a whole career of doing this shit. And, all scientists should see finally their find son. something besides getting Eagle Scout Award for saving. Exactly, a bird. he's finally had his moment. He can be like Carl Sagan, or like Neil deGrasse Tyson, or Bill Nye, and be a famous scientist for or a month. He's the Joe Exotic of finding bones in a cave, and I think he deserves at least that, and maybe only that. We'll see, because he does seem very douchey, as uh, as Dylan did mention. He, he does seem very douchey, but I I respect him as of right now. We'll see how it turns out. But anyways, I think that um. I don't have a lot more to say about it without launching into another 45 minutes on uh, early human species that I would love to get into. But I, I think that, that, that'll run its course in due time. I think we've basically stated what we can about this particular topic. And I think it's time for Joe's favorite segment. What's that called? I always forget the name. Joe always forgets this every time, almost 100 episodes. What's uh, it called again? It's called Hamburger Thoughts. Hamburger Thoughts. There we go. Yep, that's it. It's the one. All right, guys, time for uh, Joe's like final first? segment. Uh, final thoughts. Um, you sound pretty enthusiastic, but I'll take the uh, I'll take the the, the uh, step forward, leap of faith, as Joe Hamburger would call it. Thanks, and, buddy. Um, I'll watch you fall, and then hopefully I'll dive after you. Thank you. Um, is that uh, uh, Hamburger Jones? Is <laughs> a great dude. He made some big leaps, and sometimes they say like a bird in the hand is two in the bush, or right. a bird in the bush is two in the hand. And sometimes and if it's you can get a, your hand in the bush, how many birds is that worth? It's worth about taking one douche to get a mile. And um, Hamburger Jones is 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 that for us right now on potentially a, a newest thing. My thoughts on this, because I haven't expressed even a single opinion, just facts until now, is, is that I always say the history that we don't know is the only unknown in the world. History is written by the victors. Who knows? This could have been a thing we knew, but when the Library of Alexandria burned down, um, they might have just completely erase this because it's against Christ. You think they went... (laughs) You think they... (laughs) First you of know? all, <laughs> Alexander the Great existed before Christ, but but I see what you, I see what you mean. No, no, when the Library of Alexandria the burned library, down yeah, in Alexandria, yeah. um, that yeah. was full of all of human knowledge, including how the pyramids were built, mm. how including aliens the, the early uh, smell, and, uh, and I'm sure they do, they dove down that cave and did carbon dating and all kinds of radiology. To no, they might have the still been around, and they just burnt burnt them and they're all gone wow. but these could have been superhumans could have been anything and um super they could have still been living for a while and they just uh they got rid of them all but there's there's a lot more to the human story and the human story that we all know of starts with the naka sorry my glasses uh 
Thicus and in ten million years ago, and then the Oranopithecus nine million years ago, and, and then the Creopithecus, and then the Salen. This is every one million years, and then the Orinan. Sahelanthropus is the one that. Yeah, yeah, this the earliest bipedal. Just so you know, um, mm-hmm. and then the Oroin, which is six million years ago, and the Hominini, and then the Ad. This is what I wanted to talk about for like a half an hour. You're gonna do it, and then the, final the thoughts. Otho. Uh, Australopithecus, H. Halbalis, whatever fucking now, zero, which is Homo zero, habilis, million, zero, zero, zero million years ago, it was Homo sapiens. So before that, ago. there's so like a bunch yesterday. of shit. But the whole point is that most of human history that we know of from, from zero to 10 million years ago, everything that we know is in the zero still. We don't know shit about dick before that, really. And um, we have another one that's like, holy shit! This could have this could explain a lot about, you know, Joe's hair color, um, <laughs> about uh, the pyramids, about um, just some other shit that we can't even fucking think about. Right. And and then they were wiped out, and then erased from history. If they were in history, which they probably weren't, let's just be real. But you know. Just it's uh it's crazy shit, you know? For sure. On to you, Joe, your favorite part of the podcast. Let's kick him let's go. Let's see what you think. That was well said. I appreciate you reading off all those names because I pulled up the whole Dude. timeline chart and I wanted to, you know, you know, absolutely jerk it to all the different species that existed, which fascinates the hell out of me. I mean dinosaurs are cool as fuck, but the idea that there was like twenty species that basically acted like hyper advanced smart chimpanzees like chimpanzees are like our version of humans like they're fascinating it's like holy shit they're smart they have families they have hands they have feelings like they are the dumbest by far of everything dylan just said all these species he just said were like bipedal which doesn't make you smarter but they had all these they used tools they had tribes they had they didn't have language a lot of them but they now we find out one had, had art i mean it's fucking wild to me that all these proto-human species all existed there. I mean, we all came from somewhere. I mean, if the apes looked back, they could see, you know, monkeys, lemurs, whatever. I think this shit is, like, top of my line when it comes to aliens, right up there, uh, the cosmos, the nature of reality, right up there, and then right right there with me, which sometimes ropes in... Ropes in... (laughs) (laughs) Rapes in? Sometimes it rapes in. That's how much Joe cares about this. It's like I, really, I will rape in this concept if I have to. <laughs> I will force the the, the the move here. Jesus Christ! Uh, no, I it ropes in even things like Bigfoot or like uh, the skunk mm. ape, or it's like yeah, there was species of animals that were well before us. And they were before chimpanzees. Don't forget, chimpanzees haven't been around this whole time. Chimpanzees are younger than the species Australopithecus or like the one in the cave. They're younger than that. Chimpanzees are newer. You always feel like it's Pokemon. You evolve like you get smarter or get stronger. No, no, no. It's just how many times can you fuck and have kids and not die. That's the game. It's not how smart can you get. Mosquitoes have existed for millions. Mosquitoes existed when dinosaurs existed. They're still here. Like, they're fine. It's just how many times can you keep having kids and keep existing and surviving. And you don't have to be the smartest to do that. Humans just chose that as their path. But I think it's fascinating that we potentially have found a species, yet unnamed. Hopefully, Hamburger will tell us about what species it is. But that might have 
been even before humans that has created some vor some version of art and some version of a ceremonial burial, which is the two indicators of culture that they use. Um, and historians, anthropologists, biologists, they always use that. If you can make some version, some version of art, whether it's cave paintings, and if you can bury your dead by not kicking them in a ditch and just kind of have some kind of ceremony or some <clears> kind of like site that they're buried in. It is when I meet someone new, culture. this is the bare minimum I look for. Yeah, if you got those two things, okay, you're a person. <laughs> can you make art and can you bury your dead? Yeah, maybe and we if should. That, talk. If you can do that, maybe we'll be friends. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, this is ongoing, so uh, my final thoughts are will be uh, to be continued when we find out more about it. But as as of right now, I'm very excited about this and. The more you learn about other species that are like us, I think it's better for us. I think the idea that we're completely unique in the world is selfish and stupid and uh, fanatical and fundamentalist. But uh, we're not unique. We're just the ones in power right now. And Dylan said, history is written by the victors. And there's no bigger victors than humanity on planet Earth. So let's not write all the history. Let's see what else other people have to say. Even if you have to dive a mile down and find their bones and their scratchings on the wall, I still want to know what other history could be written uh, if it wasn't just for us. So I love it. Let's do it. Yeah, and who knows what presidential candidate we have coming up next that is more of this than not. Australopithecus 2024. You hear it here first. Yeah. We're going yeah, for so the prehistoric monkey man. He's going to be the president. Yeah. Yeah, we call the Or first. woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be subversive. Yeah, but anyway, they run, that's all I gotta say. They, but the women run like ten percent slower. So how is that? Gonna yeah, one point five miles slower. Yeah, that's that's not. How good. is that going to be a president, dude? That doesn't make any sense. That's got to be on average, though. I mean, Usain Bolt ran twenty three miles an hour. They think that's probably. There's got to be some early man who could have run at least twenty miles an hour, just really getting after it. I mean, no, we're, no we're going to work at CVS. They were, those guys were chasing down antelopes. I mean, I imagine that early humans could run at least 23 miles an hour, Usain Bolt style. Maybe 20 because yeah. he has, like, you know, drugs and doctors and stuff. But I always say that early humans could at least run, let's say, 15, maybe 20. I wouldn't say yeah, eight. He's, uh, eight he's must be average. Kind of like um, Lance Armstrong. He's been replacing his blood with Yeah, blood doping. Blood. Yeah, th- yeah. Right. Unfortunately, our ancestors didn't have that uh, ability. They didn't even know what blood was. They just know you need it inside you. You just know you need to drink it. Yeah. So, um, that's it, guys. That's the Dylan Joe Basin podcast uh, on Hamburger Jones. Um, and uh, we we will see you guys next week. Uh, Dom, our uh, our third. Now go. Our. We will see you guys next week. Dom, our third, uh, our third member of the DJBP, should be here, and we got we got a, probably a pretty fucking funny one for you guys about some real famous piece of people in history mm-hmm. who uh, didn't rape their way to victory, unlike Joe. Joe's thoughts, um, they uh, uh, slip up. They, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I always consent my way to victory. Let that, let that be yeah. known. On the internet. These guys fought their way through. <laughs> It's going to be really good. See you guys then. You saw the whip in the hat, right? Explorer. (laughs) Exactly. Have you guys seen Indiana Jones? Jones? It's me. (laughs) They call me Johannesburg Jones. No, Indiana (laughs) Johannesburg. It's funnier. No, (laughs) 
Hamburger Jones. They call me Johannesburger Jones. Wait a minute, though. It does say he's a distinguished Eagle Scout um, and received the Boy Scouts. Well, how do you think he was so American good at in the woods? Honor Medal for saving a life in 1987. So just saying, he's a douchebag. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> And then how they, else they, they are you going to have... They teach you Boy Scouts how to tie knots so that after you get PTSD and, and uh, the military, you can tie a noose and kill yourself. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. you guys are going to want to know this later in life when you realize <laughs> the horrors yeah. of war. In about 15 years. Yeah, when an airplane crashes, who's there first? We try to be. And the then coyote. we also... And we get a... <laughs> Besides the coyotes, then, then the flies. The Civil Air Patrol is there first, <laughs> and the it's a bunch of fourteen-year-old boys on a ham radio and a radio in the air, talking to the Air Force, saying, "We can one find... nine. I'm nine. At some point, you age out. You gotta, you gotta, you know. You know what they game. say, dude? If you can't lift them, drop them. Sorry, <laughs> can't lift them. Dump Those who them. can't do, teach. <laughs> if you can't lift them, dump them. That's how it goes." Numbers one and three, because you didn't mention two. One, definitely throwing a few back. <laughs> for sure. And three, what was it? He has diabetes? Yeah, probably that's it. Uh, he probably eat. All right, it's not funny anymore. Hamburger Jones. <laughs> okay, all you brownies, start believing in Christ or boomsticks are going off.